This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, and welcome to this special Mother's Day hot take for Burn It All Down. I'm Jessica Luther. The short bit you're about to hear was recorded on Sunday morning, May 13th, and was supposed to be part of episode 54, dropping on Tuesday, May 15th. But it is so timely for today, we decided to put it out early as a standalone. Enjoy, and happy Mother's Day from Burn It All Down. Let me say to all the moms and everyone who mothers... Happy Mother's Day! In the United States and Canada and probably a bunch of other places right now as we are recording this on Sunday morning, it is Mother's Day. I am a mother. I'm joined here by three other mothers and we are in the middle of the National Women's Soccer League. We're about to start the WNBA, two leagues where we get to see lots of mom athletes, which is such a cool thing these days. And on HBO recently, there's the show Being Serena that is following Serena Williams um, through her pregnancy, birth, and Getting Back on the Court. It's a very powerful documentary series, um, and she's so vulnerable as a mom in that space. It's really wild on some level to watch it. Uh, Amira, I know that you have been tuning in to Being Serena. What are your thoughts today on Mother's Day about mom athletes? Yeah, well, first of all, <laughs> like mothering is hiding from your kids while you try to record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, Thank you, that we've all done. <laughs> exactly. Yes. iPads for the win. But um, no, being Serena is, I recommend everybody watch it if they have time. Um, um, find your friend with an HBO subscription if you don't have it. Share passwords, be friendly. It's such a powerful documentary. Um, she's so open and vulnerable, and she picks it up the first episode immediately, uh, wrestling with finding out she's pregnant right before, you know, she, where were they? Australian Open? I never remember. Yeah, she um, was literally yeah. in Melbourne, Australia when she took the pregnancy test. Exactly. And yeah, and you get access to home videos and her memories and her talking about it and it's gonna touch on things that are familiar if you've read some interviews with her about her complications after um after delivery uh and it touches on you know the high mortality rate for um black maternal health numbers and and whatnot but also smaller things uh the way that she interacts with her mother the way that she interact with her family the how her and alex or alexis or, or what is his name alexis alexis yeah, yeah um are navigating their relationship as new parents or navigating being in an interracial relationship um just what it means to then be thinking am i going to come back from this and the fear of will i be is this the end of my career uh and what will it take to continue to have a tennis career 
after I have a baby, will I want to? Will my body let me? And I think that it captures a lot of what working moms like, you know, deal with, with, um, these kind of new chapters in your life, but it's just happening with one of the (laughs) biggest superstars in the sporting world. Um, and it's fascinating. Yeah. One of the most interesting, there's so much in it that's fascinating and interesting, but, um, when she first gets home from the hospital and she's had this really, you know, scary postpartum, uh, few days and she's carrying, the baby in and she's talking about how she's supposed to be one of the strongest people in the world. And you could just hear in her voice that she doesn't feel like one of the strongest people in the world and sort of, you know, she talks a lot about her body and um, how, how hard she's worked it as an athlete and how that's prepared her for all of this. And then, and then it doesn't right. And sort of her making sense of all that. And it's really interesting in this particular moment to be watching it because she's once again, pulled out of a tournament that she was supposed to play um, this week or some somewhere very recent. So she is, you know, it, it appears that she is having trouble getting back to the point where she's ready to step on the court. Um, so it really is an, an amazing um, diary about what it means to be a mom athlete, even the very best. Uh, Brenda? I'm always surprised by how little actual research is done on pregnancy and postpartum athletic performance in terms of elite athletes. I guess because there just hasn't been that many. There haven't been that many, and so it's probably difficult to research. But every time we have these discussions, I go searching for some kind of articles to read and to think about. And there's just a lot of people complaining that there isn't much research out there. So it's it's interesting. It'll be interesting as more and more women are not told by the medical profession to stay in or cloister themselves or stop exercising. I think we'll see a whole kind of new athlete mom, you know, that juggles all those things and battles all those things. But and not everyone will do it. And that's that's totally fine. But it'll be fascinating to see as more women do. Right. Shireen? I've always been really fascinated by, you know, women who are in the sports realm, either coaching as well or um, or athletes. I remember I was at Duke recently um, in the beginning of April, and I remember hearing an anecdote about Carla Overbeck. He was on a panel, and she actually competed um, you know, super high levels for the national team. And she had a son. And the way that the anecdote was being described is that she had put her baby in the baby bag so he wouldn't tip over. I mean, now I think he's like late <laughs> teens. But I mean, this is back when we didn't necessarily have all the stuff that is available now equipment wise. And uh, just sort of like she would go take look at her baby and then go literally in the mind switch into being really competitive and dedicated, then going back at the same time and being like, is my kid okay? Like I agree with Brenda. I think psychologically and physically, it's a really big thing. And I haven't seen the being Serena yet. Like I just cry at the trailers. So I just want to one up what, uh, not one up, sorry. I want to emphasize what Amira said about sharing passwords because that would be great. So (laughs) if any of y'all want to DM me a password so I can watch this, um, I just, yeah, it's just, it's something that I am so moved by because like I've been very fortunate. I had four births that were uncomplicated. I did have a premature baby, my first one. And I can't imagine getting back onto the pitch. But we hear about athletes like Caroline Ouillette, the goaltender for Les Canadiennes and the CWHL, was back on the ice. She has a baby with Julie Chu, who we love. Um, and she was back on the ice 10 weeks after 
Like that's really that's soon. To, like and and not only the physical um, recovery required, where you know midwives and doulas and obese have said that like delivering babies is like a trauma on your body, but they're back right away. Like you know, and what that does psychologically as well. Like I nursed, and I can't imagine being on the pitch when I'm like lactating like mad like I just <laughs> it would oh, be idea. that oh my boobs hurt just thinking about yeah that. and that happened to me <laughs> once like I was uh, like playing and I nursed my kids for a long time and I did I, I got the ball in the chest because that's how I receive the ball sometimes and I, I I did I started lactating and I was like this is really bizarre and then everyone's like oh we got you like everyone understood but it was funny yeah and it was embarrassing and awkward but that's okay it's just part of the thing so there's so many things about that that I, I think about honestly one is definitely awe like when Serena won the Australian Open I'm like when I was pregnant and I tied my shoes I thought it was I was accomplished she won yeah. the Australian Open so yeah just so much you know love to all those mothers out there you know and and whatever that means on Mother's Day too I'm just going to get sappy for a second and including mothers who've lost babies, those who've lost mothers, strained relationships, those who have chosen not to be mothers, and those who are yearning to be mothers. So there's, you know, I got that off of a, a beautiful meme by Richie Hardcore. It was shared on Facebook, but it really, sorry, it's by an artist called Maria Andrew. And I wanted to share that because in this, you know, there's lots of stories of athletes that are moms and we don't know what their relationship is like, you know, so we just send them lots of love today. Okay, thank you all and happy Mother's Day.